Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Get to the way. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another edition of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 23, SB23 for short. Producer Dan, how you doing again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You threw me there. Uh, I'm doing okay. SB23 sounds like a secret code message. It feels good, doesn't it? Or a mission that so, we're on. Yeah, and you know, we we've took a couple weeks off. Uh, yeah. I can assure our listeners that we're not going to ever do that again. Uh, plenty of reasons, but uh, you know how excuses are. They're just like assholes. So we don't need to make any excuses. <laughs> All we can do is promise that we're never going to do that again. Exactly. Um, this episode's brought to you by Rescue One Financial. If you have debt, they have solutions. Visit them at rescueonefinancial.com or give them a call. Tell them Corey Paw sent you because God knows that I know how to get out of debt. Uh, don't forget <laughs> to send your feedback to Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. Leave a, review, leave a review on whatever platform you are using. Uh, smiley face, frown face, thumbs up, whatever. So before we get into my favorite number 23, um, I would hope that many of the listeners and certainly my friends would know who's oh, going to yeah. come up as 23. Absolutely. But, and I know it was a couple weeks ago, but you remember we were talking about TVG. So just a quick recap. TVG. Remember um, what it stood for? That was the horse yes, racing, horse yes. gambling. The horse racing yeah, network. Exactly. It stands for television games network. And at first glance. What? Exactly. At first wait, wait, wait. Gl- TVG? Yep. Television games Network, so they're either using the TV for short for TV. Oh, TV! And just let TV get it. TVG. Yeah. yeah. And so I just didn't know what it stood for or what it's you know. Yeah, what I would the, never have done that. And and so yeah, we just want to make sure everybody is is accurate because you know we're going to stick with the um, you know with the uh, you know horse racing thing. We talked about the Santa Anita Derby, the yeah. Kentucky Derby. Yeah, happened. Yeah. All right, so. Number favorite 23 of all time, Mr. Michael Jordan. I wish we had a fanfare. Doesn't it seem like we should have a fanfare? You could have just done it just there. So do you you know Michael Jordan? I've heard of Michael Jordan, yes. Yes. Many people would say that he is the greatest scorer of all time. He doesn't hasn't scored the most points of all time. I think he's number four, number five. But he does have the highest scoring average per game in the regular season uh just over 30 and then he also has the highest scoring average per game in the playoffs he bumps up to almost 34 per game wow and no one else has averaged 30 points a game in the playoffs others have averaged 30 points a game in the regular season but no one else has averaged 30 really? points a game yes okay and the number Jordan. 2 guy was Allen Iverson who played very uh, not nearly as many playoffs game playoff games as Michael Jordan, but just to give you an idea. So he was six NBA championships, six times was the NBA Finals MVP. Then, and that's pretty much where you can stop 
after I just <laughs> yeah, talked that, about scoring. Right, that's, and those pretty, that's two, pretty good right there. Yeah. But congratulations, you're a success. But that most valuable player five times, four-time NBA All-Star, NBA All-Star Game MVP, uh, and a Defensive Player of the Year multiple times. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, scoring champion 10 times. Steals leader. Slam dunk champion twice. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that in that past mm-hmm. episodes. The, uh, the iconic dunks that I, you had in your poster. Oh, yeah. A uh, poster on your, on your wall. Um, athlete of the Year three times. Sports Illustrated Person of the Year in 1991. Remember I went to mm-hmm. that, to the 2018 version? Oh, that's right, version. you did, yes. Um uh, 50th best p- uh, players, NCAA champion in 82, c- consensus All-American, ACC player of the year, uh, college player of the year, uh, NBA rookie of the year. <laughs> I mean, where, where else? We can't really say much more. How long is this long it's the long, it's the, I bet it's going to be the longest list until we come back around and do Tom Brady. When right? we do 112, yeah, um, okay. But a couple other things that I wanted to you know mention about him. So you, if you remember back in the day, uh, Dan, he took he we won we, the <laughs> yes, Chicago we. Bulls won three uh, uh, NBA Finals, and I'll never forget one of the greatest moments in high school. I was in the basement of my good buddy Al McReynolds' basement with him and Devo. And we were celebrating, actually, uh, a game-winning shot. I think it was the Steve Kerr game-winning shot. Just jumping around like a couple of fifteen-year-old, <laughs> you know, little little girls, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, really, a moment of like what you would—I will never forget that moment in high school. Yeah. But right afterwards, he he took two years off. Okay. And are you you Michael Jordan did? Yeah. And okay. do you remember well, his father uh, getting killed? <gasps> Yeah, vaguely I do. Yes, yes, So there's a whole bunch of conspiracy theories around this, and I've actually had a couple conversations with people that were a little bit in the know. And it turns out that it's, you know, you can't argue some of the conspiracy theories about the fact that he was a raging gambler, and it's it's well documented that he was... Um, did not li- like to pay his his debts, so he's a oh. huge gambler that basically oh. said, "Fuck you, I'm Michael Jordan, I'm oh. paying you." Yeah, that's not good. No, it's not good. So and so now, mind you, it's my the, it's the best number twenty three, my favorite number twenty three yeah, yeah. on the field. But we've talked about the pendulum theory uh, in previous episodes, like you know, the Tiger Woods, Bill Clinton aspect, right? Like when Tiger Woods was womanizing and mm-hmm. banging waitresses, he was mm-hmm. the best golfer on the planet. Right. You know, how it swings. It goes both directions, kinda? right? Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Where most of us pendulum is like just goes a little couple degrees to the left and a couple <laughs> yeah, degrees to the right, pretty much. Yeah, except- like at the planetarium, it just kind of swings around, <laughs> exactly. knocking over those little dowels, right? But the tiger, yeah, he's his is a full on, yeah, and it yeah. seems like he's you know, he's back. We we talked about that, or he seems to be back, but uh, so apparently, there's a, a decent amount of you know, uh, consensus that. Whoever he owed money to, whether it's the mafia or big gamblers, they Michael Michael Jordan was too big to kill, so they killed his dad. Whoa, yeah. And then Whoa. the heat, the heat, the heat came from David Stern in the NBA that came down on Michael Jordan and said, "Listen, like this is it was before social media, you know, the twenty four right. hour news cycle, right. but people were catching on to it, and like there wasn't a gigantic secret even at that moment. Wow. His dad got killed in rural North Carolina, <laughs> right. you know, driving right. a Lexus, you know." 
for yeah. whatever. Right? He's right. like, you know, this seems a little fishy. Yeah. You know? I remember thinking that the, it was fishy and I was a teenager <laughs> with, without social media. Right. Um, right. So apparently David Stern had come down and said, like, this is too ha- heat, too much heat on the NBA. You got to get away for a little while. So it goes. Oh, yeah, wow. Like a whole deal. Sort of oh, so it wasn't two years of mourning. It was two years of, listen, man, we got to let You got to get cool. the hell out of here. Wow. Yeah. So and, and if you think about it, even through all of that, can you imagine? Let, let's assume that that's even f- vaguely accurate. Right. Okay. Okay. The guy now is worth almost $2 billion. Right. Right. He's got... Uh, his his brand. He starts out with Nike. He's he he builds helps build Nike to the the behemoth that he is that it is today. Right. But but his Jordan brand um, <laughs> is still is is even almost it's it's getting close to as popular as oh, Nike. Yeah. Yeah. Or certainly in, in certain communities and certain sports, it still is. He's got Jordan on football uniforms now that have replaced Nike. Seriously. Yeah. Like so, if you noticed. Uh, so he, his his logo has replaced Nike on football college football uniforms. Oh my! And if you you know you know some of the you know, inner workings of those massive sports those marketing are, deals. Yeah. But I want you know so he's a great businessman. He's one of the wealthiest athletes ever. He's a, a a co-owner of a professional sports team. But again, you know, apparently a terrible gambler, <laughs> right? A right. Womanizer, right? And uh, but I did I did read one famous quote. He also got a lot of hard time because you know many famous athletes now with the social media, um, you know, jumping on board with political aspects. Right, right. right. Well, he always has gotten a hard time for not being you know quote unquote black enough and not standing up for. Oh, and not getting involved in political. Right, right. Oh, interesting. And he he did say one day that he said and he's a pretty famous quote. He says, "You know what? Republicans wear sneakers too." But can you imagine even if can you imagine if LeBron James said, right, you know what? Republicans wear Nikes, too. (laughs) No, can you imagine? No. So the point about all of that is that the times have changed. And as as the greatest basketball player of all time, there's a little bit like many greats, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a little bit of a shadow. You know, yeah, a little bit of a, a little shadow. bit of a like, hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and, and and whoever they, I, I haven't seen a thirty for thirty or a really in depth documentary about that Mm-mm. because I guarantee that people have been paid off to not do <laughs> to it, to not do one. So yeah. because it's not that difficult, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't get any first hand underground knowledge. Right, like you right. can, like, there's there's multiple articles about it. Oh on my Google. gosh, yeah. So okay, uh, moving on. So wait, we're not going to talk about Space Jam. Well, <laughs> Space Jam's coming back. No, the, no. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, LeBron's no. doing it. No, yeah, please LeBron's no. doing it. Just please no. Yeah. Speaking of LeBron, it's I. I you know, we're we're not going to talk much about the Lakers today, but I, I actually didn't have him written written in the script. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen now that uh, Magic Johnson has stepped down. LeBron's complaining that he never that Magic didn't even tell him about it, which. You know, again, there's a lot of infighting. Mm. And then, did you mm-hmm. see they they organized a rally uh, at Staples Center to no. try and get rid of Jeannie Buss and force her to sell the team? No. Yeah, it's like wow. When was this? I think it either happened a couple days ago or it's happening next week. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like a, a like a huge rally to try and get her to sell the team. That sounds like an excellent idea. 
<laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. So speaking of basketball, though, let's get a quick NBA playoffs update. So, yes. Uh, we're in the conference semifinals. Um, the only the only team that's made it into the uh, the conference finals is the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Celtics four to one. Um, there's a game seven on Sunday between the Raptors and the 76ers. I love game sevens. Dan, is there a chance that maybe someday you'll watch a sporting event? Because you didn't even watch the Super Bowl, really. You didn't watch it? No, I watched a bunch of the Super Bowl. You did? Yeah, sure. I remember, I, yeah, I I don't remember who played. So I'd like you to- Oh, the Patriots played. I'd like you to, I'd like to see you watch a little bit, a little bit more going forward. I think so. You should give me, give me some assignments to blow off. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so there's another game seven on uh, in the Western Conference. The Nuggets are playing Portland uh, game seven on Sunday. And then actually, they were, so we're rocking this out on Friday night, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Golden State mm-hmm. just closed out the Rockets. Uh, Kevin Durant looks like he didn't blow his Achilles, uh, although it did not look good. But he uh, hopefully will be back for the, for the finals. And uh, Steph Curry had zero points in the first half, Dan. Really? And 33 in the second half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And th- What did he do during uh, halftime? I don't know. Is that what it's called, halftime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, what what I don't was know. he? Well, Gatorade? A, afterwards, so. afterwards, he gave all credit to his Lord and Savior, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, well, that's what it was. So I would imagine he mm-hmm. prayed. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, but I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of some of the personalities on both the Rockets. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Harden. Mm-hmm. I think he's a baby. Um, <laughs> and... And even the you know, the you know, the the Golden State Warriors, something about them. It's almost like they're too good. They got too many. Something's going on, right? It's yeah. just a little. But but then when you see Steph Curry, he still is somewhat humbled. And I love Clay Thompson. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But Draymond Green is it is is it bugs me. But then I remember <laughs> the Bulls the Bulls teams, like I, I I assume the opposing teams hated Dennis Rodman. But I yeah, love, De- but think? I love Dennis Rodman. And so you see that the correlation between Den- uh, right. Draymond Green and Dennis Rodman. But anyway, uh, thirty-three points in the second half. That's I think crazy. he had twenty-one in the fourth quarter. It was a pretty, pretty, pretty good uh, showing that I just literally got done watching. Um, NHL playoffs update. So the Western Conference Finals are going to start tomorrow. That's going to be the San Jose Sharks with the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I will, I will admit again that I, I was terrible on picking the NBA Finals. I actually. I, it was a long shot. I didn't really think that Oklahoma City was going to win the finals, but I bet on them in case Russell Westbrook <laughs> actually played well in the playoffs for the first time. I don't know why I did that either, even though I, I've met him and I think he's a very nice guy, an ex-Bruin. But I never really thought Oklahoma City was going to win them. However, I did pick the St. Louis Blues to win the yes, NHL Stanley Cup. Yes. So, so far they're still in it, which yeah. is which is good. Um, the East has already begun. The Bruins beat... Um, the Hurricanes yesterday, after scoring four goals in the third period, which wow. was that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, um, and we're rooting for the Boston Bruins for okay. for multiple reasons. Got a lot of good buddies. Shout out to the uh, to MG uh, from Boston. <laughs> And uh, so we're rooting for the Bruins and to f- meet with the St. Louis Blues. Um, Major League Baseball, we're not going to talk a lot about that this week. We're going to get a, a full update following week um, because we won't have as much UEFA to talk about, which I'm going to do next. However, I do want to comment that the Chicago Cubs 
have now gone 17 and 5 after a 5 and 9 start. Nice. Yes. So it was it was starting to get a little yeah, concerning. Was, right. Right, but although, that's, uh, that's although your good. baseball people would have said, "Oh, so the season's a long season. Right, oh my god, it's the longest season time. ever." Don't worry about it. You know what? I don't care. I want to see the Cubs at the top at the top <laughs> spot the whole, the whole freaking time. The whole season. <laughs> so, next. Yes. You wait for championships. Yes. I had a fantastic experience at the second watching the second leg of Liverpool and Barcelona. Okay. Really? Yeah. And so Barcelona. Yes. Liverpool. Um, yes, those two teams. Okay. So as a reminder, in the semifinals of the UEFA Championships, which is the Super Bowl of professional soccer in the European leagues. Yes. Okay. European professional soccer, yes. which is bigger than the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Um. They play twice in the semifinals, and then they, they keep track of the aggregate goals. So I'm going to get to where I, I was. I, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about why I was in Scottsdale later, but I'm at a Liverpool bar in Scottsdale. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Shout out to my I'm favorite sorry. Liverpool fan on the planet. He found it. No, hold on. There's a liver. There's it, a Liverpool bar. They had in in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, and have you ever been to a big? soccer match either in person or at an establishment that where people go for that simple reason i talked about it for being in dallas at another liverpool bar weeks and weeks and weeks ago Mm -hmm. months ago now Mm -hmm. but this one was even better because it was it wasn't like shoulder to shoulder like sweaty and stinky Mm -hmm. and the game was they had lost the previous the first leg three to nothing liverpool had okay and anyone that knows anything about high end high level soccer the odd they, that would mean they would have to win four to nothing mm. in the biggest game <laughs> of the season that far in right. this very competitive tournament right four to nothing to advance mm-hmm. because they keep track of of goals and you give more weight to away goals and so on and so forth anyway they 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 score early, so the place is going nuts because the whole right. the whole the whole bar knows that to to actually to give this any potential, we got to <laughs> right. score they soon. Got, they right. score soon. soon people are jumping, and you can see this energy happening that they 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 already <laughs> think it's possible. Right, right. But then the other team almost scores, and then you see them go down. But then they start singing and chanting these beautiful songs. Seriously, is is really one of the coolest things. And if I if I had a little more cash. And or I didn't care what my wife said, I would go to the finals on June 1st in Madrid because it was, it, I had, <laughs> really? I enjoyed it that much. Wow. And I promise you I will go. But so that was really, really cool to watch in, in an authentic Liverpool bar that in you would have known in Scottsdale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then on the other side, it Which was- Which way to Phoenix? <laughs> exactly. Uh, follow the red. And if you go to Phoenix- <laughs> In, in Scottsdale, you will never walk alone. <laughs> That's the uh, phrase for Liverpool. What was it? Ajax and Tottenham, um, a similar sort of, not quite as uh, unbelievable, but it was also some. It was also very exciting for them. Tottenham won uh, by scoring a last minute goal in extra time, and they actually won on the aggregate goal aspect by scoring in extra time. Uh, soccer analysts are calling it the craziest week Seriously. in UEFA championship yeah, yeah. history. Now, let me ask you something. This is this is how limited my sports knowledge is, though. Are they the Tottenham Hotspurs? Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. Nice. How'd you know that? I don't remember. Probably from Monty Python. 
Ah, yeah. the Tottenham Hotspurs. No, um, well, I lived in England for a little while when I was a kid, so maybe from there. Yeah. But I think it's from a Monty Python. Uh, what? Uh, tell me more about living in England. I'll tell you about living in England. So one day, w- w- there, was a, there was a year in England where I went to an American school in London. Mm-hmm. And I was going to school for some school event on a weekend. And my best friend was a big Leeds United fan. Mm-hmm. So I had a Leeds United scarf that I would wear around. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the train and it stops... And I wish I could remember where, but some stop between where we lived in London, where there had just been a football soccer match, and all of the fans from whatever team this was that had just won got on the train, and it wasn't Leeds United. So you can't be sitting there in like some other football team's scarf when the entire support squad of Manchester United or whoever the hell it was gets on the train. So needless to say, it ended up in my pants. <laughs> Football hooligans? <laughs> Football hooligans. They are rough. Oh, it's, it's I mean, it's... An, it, in those days, especially, it was, yeah, there was it, a lot of beating. I enjoy, <laughs> beating I enjoy on. searching on YouTube soccer riots. Yes. Um, so, and so again, greatest week in UEFA greatest championship. Greatest week in UEFA. Lots of greats. We're going to talk about a lot of great things. Great. Okay. So moving on to the American football, um, the draft happened while we were between episodes yes um, had some good conversation with some uh some of my agent buddies shout out to mr steve carrick um and i do want to make a couple comments about the draft so if you didn't think that the nfl could get any bigger even with some of the issues they've had over the last few years and even more recently with even one more player getting completely uh, uh, audio recorded. Did you see that one? No, what? Yeah, his baby's, uh, Tyreek Hill's uh, baby's um, uh, mom was recording him, unbeknownst to him, walking through the airport and uh, like Saudi Arabia, getting like full on pulling out of him and, and admitting how he abuses their kid. And then, oh. and he's going, well, me, what about you? And she's like, oh, no, yeah, I, I whoop his ass too. And, but apparently, like, he, he's getting in trouble because oh obviously the audio <laughs> is, you, you don't, you should catch things like that. It's just, you know, yeah. allegations. Yeah. But, you know, the kid, like, broke his, you know, broke his arm. Ooh. And she says, he asked him, who, who, how, who broke your arm? And he's like, you know, daddy broke it. Right. So, wow. yes, yeah, so this this guy's, it's not going well. No. So that happens. That story, of course, breaks like right before the draft. But point. It's like, how big are they even with everything that goes on negatively? Right, right. 200,000 people line the streets of Nashville <laughs> to watch the first night. To so watch, yeah. And then there's a, another night and then another night and then another night. And now it's like a yeah. five-day thing where before it was only two days. <laughs> and it's not exactly Woodstock. You no. know what I mean? Like nothing is actually... Visually going on, and don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Bears fan. I'm now a very, a very big Rams fan. I really like the Chargers. I've always loved the Patriots, but these, these, some of the fans, I got to give them like the the root of the word fan. You know, fan is the root for fanatic, right? Yeah. Um, 
it's like you show up to like listen to, to <laughs> whose names are called. Yeah. And there's a, and it's not like a horse, you know, it's horse racing. At least you get in between racing horses, you get to watch a bunch of horses run around the track and see who right. wins and gamble right. on them. Right. These guys are walking up and reading a name off a card. But dude, it's not like they could stay at home and watch it on TV. No. Yeah. The coverage. Yeah. The coverage <laughs> on five different channels yeah, is right. terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And I mean, in, in, in the comfort of your own home. The, yeah. Yeah. Come on. So it was bigger than. Than ever, a um, couple highlights. So our man Josh Rosen, you know, ex UCLA quarterback, and uh, you know, have a, somewhat of a relationship with them. He gets traded to Miami, so that means the number one pick for the Arizona Cardinals goes from to Kyler Murray who Cliff Kingsbury is the new head coach. We've talked about this mm-hmm. guy before. He goes and gets, quote, his guy. Um, I don't want, I'm not going to review the whole draft. I don't get paid to do it for a living, so I, I realized there was like 30 pages of analysis I could have done to be really, really good at it. And I, I took, I printed them all out. I highlighted a couple things, and I, I thought, I, I, I just, I don't care enough to <laughs> give it enough time. Well, how many pages do you have there? I have it's literally st- 20 pages is it really? of analysis. Oh, gosh. So I'm going to highlight some of the things that were interesting to me. Okay. So Kyler Murray has the same agent as Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray has a relationship that goes back years with Cliff Kingsbury. And I'm, I, I, I can't wait to talk to Rosen about this because I know he's super pissed, but Kingsbury's is going to is that's not going to be a good situation. No, Kyler Murray. Although I will give Kyler Murray credit for this, he's one. Of, he's the only player ever to get drafted in the first round of the Major League Baseball draft and the NFL football draft. And he was an awesome not college bad, quarterback. Right? Okay, yeah. But I don't see that marriage working. Oh no. And I don't see how an agent could get away with that. Yeah. You know, come on, right? Yeah. Seems like a little, a little like, huh? Yeah, it sounds a little seems a little How do you let that happen? Right. Because what how how it's not I'm not I'm not that's not an inside scoop. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So you don't think that that's going to come to light? Right. And, and it's not like Kyler Murray is is 6 foot 5. I mean, you're taking a significant risk uh, on this kid in my in my opinion. I hope he proves me wrong because that means that he would it's going to be dynamic, but I think that that's going to end terribly and I thought Josh Rosen even though he has a little bit of a quirky personality um that might not have gelled well with Kingsbury period. Mm. Uh you know, that type of offense does not work long term in the NFL. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Show me the last, I don't know, uh, every single Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Yeah. And I will much. show you a more pro-style offense. Right. That plays fantastic defense. Right. Runs the ball extremely well and <laughs> keeps the other team guessing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, hey, but you know what? Let's Let's do it again. Let's draft another... Five foot nine, super fast kid. <laughs> yeah, um, but not jealous. No jealousy here. No. Um, remember the 49ers guy? They drafted Nick Bosa. Did you read that story? That's another mm-hmm. story I'm interested in. So he's a huge conservative and, and wasn't afraid to actually point it out on his Twitter oh, feeds. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, and he actually was also <laughs> quoted by saying that, that there's a highly like high likelihood that he might end up in San Francisco. And he's like, oh man, I'm gonna have to tone down my, uh, you know, tone down my tweets. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I guarantee you that. Yeah. Yes. If he he gets a couple sacks here and there, 
but he's not going to get away with that forever. And he's no. not going to be able to keep his mouth shut either. Yeah. Because remember, the 49ers was where it, all of this shit started with Kaepernick taking a knee. Oh, that was there, yes. wasn't it? Yes. So you know, I, I, will, I'm, I can't wait to watch that. Um, some <laughs> unbelievable defensive players. You, know, you wonder why Alabama and Clemson uh, are, are so awesome because they had like four or five guys drafted in the first round in defensive line. Uh, and then two tight ends from Iowa drafted in the first round, which, I, I, I mean, dang. Right? And I was trying to tell somebody about this the other day, and I hope some of our listeners remember. Iowa, back in the day, when I was in high school, and even in college, excuse me, their tight ends would stand up, on the end of the line of scrimmage with their mm-hmm. hands on their hips, straight oh. up. And I guarantee someone <laughs> I listening. About yeah, this or something. Yeah, yeah, somebody, I know people remember this, and they don't do it anymore, but yeah. uh, you know, 15 years ago, it was the weirdest thing. And if you were watching a football game, <laughs> like, you'd be like, what, what the hell's going on there? Is this a joke? <laughs> right. But that was their move. Wow. So, yeah, email us if you remember that. So two tight ends from Iowa, which I thought was crazy. Um, the, uh, the quarterback from Duke. Went to, uh, do, do, went do. to the Giants. I'm interested wow, yeah. in that story. It seems as if he's got a great relationship. Uh, Daniel Jones does with the Manning family. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Really. Which I well, thought, he's friends with the Mannings. Let's yeah, so it's like, let's so who's, So again, like so, uh, as as equally as ridiculous as the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler Murray situation, you're telling me that. Um, uh, that he, a big reason why you drafted him was because of his relationship with with right. Manny. How is that and, relevant? And, and, and you know, and, and when talking with Steve Carrick, you know the uh, the agent uh, that has multiple NFL guys, uh, number one being Zach Ertz. He he said, "Well, why would you want to go to somewhere where you're friends with the guy? Don't you want to go to play and beat him out? Right as soon as possible? Yeah." Well, it just seems like the dynamic would be wrong. Yeah, this like, isn't this, this isn't, isn't a company, like, right. right? This isn't a company right. where I'm like, the CEO hey, yeah. and you're the head of marketing, right? You know, no, there's only one, right? Right. That's so weird. It, it, it is a little weird, and I and I, I don't like it. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit more about the uh, Manning family later. Mm. Um, Okay, Where, what else do I want to say about uh, about uh, uh, the draft? Um, I thought the Rams had a, had a pretty good draft. I, I'd give them an A minus. Uh, the Bears had a, had a, gr- a good draft, another a, B plus, A minus. Um, the Patriots, freaking awesome. I mean, they they drafted last, and it had, but somehow they they never seemed to give up uh, major draft picks. Yeah, and it, and they just. I just love the way the organizations run, and so far so good. It doesn't look like uh, old Robert Kraft is going to get in trouble for, <laughs> or, or not for uh, the old uh, sex trafficking the old, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, you know that didn't the make massage. national news. Right. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit more about the Cleveland Browns because I, I heard, did hear I forget which talking head was talking about it, but I completely agree with them. Um, 
uh, talking about the social media aspect of, uh, of Baker Mayfield and Odell mm-hmm. Beckham and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So I, I th- I've said that I think the the Browns are, are, are a little bit overrated, but I want us to keep an eye on that going into next year because I've seen more and more things that I'm reading about where, remember when we talked about the first hater? And I'm not even, yes, you know, we're I'm nowhere near, certainly not a professional football player, nor a starting quarterback in the NFL. Right. And we were contemplating whether you give the guy, you know, fight back against the hater. Right, right. Apparently, Mayfield does, like, responds to every single thing Oh, ever my God, really? From everybody. Hey, dude, you have more important things to do. You would think. Right. So, but he is one hell of a leader. So, well, uh, and people seem, seem to... Um, seem to rally around him, but I think that there's too much uh, attention being p- played to social media. Yeah. And then the, the, I forget the talking head again, but he made a great correlation with the fact that, you know, the social media aspect in, in the new England Patriots locker room, the guys don't get off the field, take the pads off and get on the phone. <laughs> right. They probably, some of them do, and I'm sure they right. all do eventually. But, but by and large, it's That's not. not the first thing they do <laughs> right, when like, they get in the locker room. I better tweet this right away. Or something, right? right. And But at the same time, some of the some of the younger guys, can you blame them? They're thinking, I got to, you know, I got to. If I don't do it, someone's going to do it, right? Yeah. So they're in the tunnel on the way to the locker room. Like, yeah. And if, and if, and if, and if, Hashtag and if our society has allowed people to actually be compensated for being mm. influencers like that mm-hmm. what it's like i consistently will always stand behind the fact that social media is deteriorating society in general period i don't give a shit what you say i don't care how great a technology is we're not supposed to know everything about everybody immediately okay i'm sorry what, what were you saying i was checking my uh, instagram <laughs> i know i know so anyway since the last podcast i want to talk about some of the travel and experiences that i've had Ooh. um one of the greatest golfing experiences not not one of sorry sorry the oh sorry, no sorry no qualifier the greatest golfing experience ever and again, shout out to really? my, shout out to my, uh, our the sponsor for this episode are my friends at Rescue One Financial. Rescue One, they took me golfing on electric scooters with big fat wheels in Orange County mm-hmm. at a super nice golf course with the ocean in the distance. Like not the distance, I'm sorry, on the ocean. Okay, with big fat tires. With electric scooters where your golf cart is on the back of it. I took pictures with my something's brewing gear on. I'm we're posting it. Okay. It, they went like twenty five miles an hour and they the guys literally say, Don't just don't drive on the greens. You can drive it up and don't drive them on the greens or in the sand traps. You can drive it anywhere else you want, as fast as you want. Okay. And when going downhill, Dan, Ooh. do you know what a governor is? I most certainly do. There's no governor. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. So downhill, it'll just go. Yeah, it'll just go. It's got three speeds. And it was the most fun I've ever wow. had on a golf course, and it was by far the greatest golfing experience ever. Okay, so hold, hold on. What kind of scooters? Like a stand-up scooter? No, no, no. Like- you know, like a, uh, it would it would almost, remember when you were a kid uh, back in the day, and they had those sort of. Uh, you know, little little motorbikes that had they were a little bit wide. They had a banana seat, like a little bit of a banana seat. Sure. It had a little like, uh, um, uh, you know, gr- uh, lawnmower motor. 
Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure, you sure. would see those with the banana seat. It was yeah. a bigger version of those. Mm-hmm. You know? No, it wasn't. Yeah, and you had tires that you could ride in the that's, grass. That's amazing. Yeah, so I had a great time. I bet. Why I wouldn't I would love to do that. I wouldn't even need to golf. Yeah. Well, and, the, and they're heavy, so you have to be somewhat careful. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, I was in the whole time. I was thinking, I don't know who the insurance broker is. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, at this golf course? So, but I guarantee it's, it's no. Fine. You're not allowed to ride in the sand trap, but are you allowed to try to jump? Over the sand trap. You can't get fast enough. They're too heavy to jump that high. You can't, yeah. But you can do wheelies. I did multiple wheelies. Are you wheelies. serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Orange County. Yeah. Uh, the guy we played with, Brandon, he could tell he was a pretty experienced rider, but he almost bit oh, yeah. it a couple times. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So a couple days later, uh, flew out to New York for a big meeting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, JetBlue had a great JetBlue experience. Yeah, I, I I realized that I I like JetBlue a lot, um, and we're gonna get to crying on an airplane for movies. But uh. so before I get to that, so we land in New York, mm-hmm. and I'm walking off, and there's I hear this voice say, literally, I forgot I forgot my luggage in the overhead bin. Oh my god, like I can't believe it. And I remember, and I heard it, okay. and I thought, God, that voice sounds so familiar. In the exact okay. way she said it was sounded so familiar. Oh, okay, I look yeah, at her. Yeah. It's Juliette Lewis. Uh, you know, okay. Ju- you know Juliette Lewis from uh, from a lot of things. From a lot of things. But the, what the voice that I heard uh-huh. was from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> where? <laughs> oh, that's where, right. Because she's the daughter in that. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. And Chevy, where Chevy Chase is trying to light his house up. Yes. And she goes, oh, they're still pretty even if they're not lit. You know, they're pretty, still pretty daddy even if they're not lit. Like, you know, that she scene that where perfect, she's outside. She had the perfect teen voice. Even Yeah. And she had perfectly she curly blonde hair in, the, in that movie, yes. if I remember, I remember yes. correctly. And she still looks great, by the way. I don't know how old she is. I don't think she's 50 yet, but she still looked great. Gotta, yeah, there was um, always something about her. Yeah. She's kind of like, you know? uh, yeah, I was, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was of, cool. Yeah. I, I almost wow. stopped and said something to her, but I thought, you know what? Just keep You're not going. You're going to be that? No? Okay. Just keep going. I don't right. do that. But let's get back to on the flight out there. I have been fighting with multiple people in my life about the fact that I haven't watched A Star is Born yet because I said mm. I did see some of the footage at the Grammys and mm-hmm. I thought it I just was like too much, right? Mm-hmm. There was just mm-hmm. too much chemistry slash energy between yeah. Bradley Cooper and yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. I just, it just made, it made me just, uncomfortable. Yeah, they were trying to sell tickets or something. I, you know I, I don't mean? know. Like, yeah, so I, I refused to watch the movie. Okay. Even Put though, your foot down. Even though I love Bradley Cooper as an actor. Do you? Love him. Yeah. And I love Lady Gaga as a musician. Okay. But I don't, you don't, I didn't. I didn't love Bradley love Cooper as, as an a, artist or as a musician, right. and I didn't love Lady Gaga potentially as an as actress. An, okay, gotcha. So sure. that was my. I was like, just stay in, stay, your, yeah. stay in your lane. Don't mess with Book my head. Face. Yeah, That's right. Don't mess with my head. I like it this way. Okay, right. I like my coffee with lots of cream in it. Were you born that way? <laughs> I wasn't drinking coffee till I was older, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess maybe that, it was a bad like, Lady Gaga reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, God, I can't believe I didn't catch that. <laughs> Sorry. The fact that so, you had to remind me was embarrassing. So, for both of us. So so hold on. So what you're you saying is- you Sometimes I wonder if you're actually paying attention. No, I'm not. And and then you do go and do something like that. What I really do, though, dude, honestly, is I just wait for you to kind of stop talking, and I go, yeah, right, I know. 
Really? Like okay. that. All right, fine. It's okay. like it's like what you probably do when you're talking to your wife. <laughs> All well, right, well, it's I'm what get, I do when I'm talking to mine. I got a couple great points about my wife I'll make later. She, she Wonderful was, woman. She was, yeah, she was awesome at a, at a, at a, uh, later on. I'll get to that okay. in a few minutes. So wait a minute. So you're on Star's a plane. Born, Star's born, and we talked about crying on an airplane before. So you. So, By the way, I've gotten multiple texts from people that have said, I cried on an airplane again. By the way, they say they'll this go about they'll remain, themselves. Yes, they'll remain nameless. Okay. Pointing it out because you we've guys, been talking about. You it. need to have this checked out. Okay, I don't think I so. I don't think this is normal. Well, I I I can't remember the last time I haven't cried on an airplane. So Star is Born was terrible. Oh I was God. crying from the beginning oh till the end. God. Yeah, and, I bet. and here I can admit when I'm wrong. I love that movie. Did I loved you? it. Bradley Cooper was an amazing actor and an hey, amazing hey, uh, uh, musical performer. Lady Gaga was voice. a f- fabulous, obviously, musical performer and a great actress. She's a really good actress. And the chemistry yeah. between the two of them was as good a chemistry I've ever seen on yeah, TV. Yeah, I guess. It and really you, was. And then you got your Sam Elliott. Okay. You, t- you have those two, and then you, you put can in have, Sam Elliott. You know, you can have Sam Elliott do a voiceover for anything. Yeah. In the world. And you know, it would be perfectly would, wonderful. It, I would buy, if he was uh, if he was selling screwdrivers. Right. I would go buy the screwdrivers because his voiceover work is beautiful. Uh, and then the relationship between the two brothers that yeah, you didn't really know about. Yeah, come on, man. So I started crying in multiple areas, but the biggest one that I actually had a little self-reflection was, I mean, I'm certainly not comparing myself again to, to that level of greatness, but I was remembering back in college when... You know, I mean, I wasn't fucking popping opioids, you know, mm-hmm. like it's going out of style. <laughs> but I definitely probably, I definitely know that I partied at times way too much when I should have been focusing a little bit more on football. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was thinking, you know what? Like there, there was no way I was going to be great in, in college. You know, for mm. for all those reasons we've sort of talked about in the past too, like not tall, not strong, not fast. Um, you know, not a rocket arm and party a lot mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. got hurt a shitload mm-hmm. and so i was like i was having a little bit of this this like oh man you know like did i did i mess up a chance to potentially be great back then mm-hmm. and because remember this episode has is about being great um and then i thought you know what and i got this level of confidence which also made me start to cry a little bit more because i started <laughs> thinking about my wife and kids and where i'm at in life now right and right. i was thinking well i i it, Maybe it actually happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. Right. You know? Right. Because I didn't just party the whole time I was in college. Like, there was multiple well, times yeah. where I looked at things and did things differently. I wasn't just a raging, uh, you know, party animal, on, you know, social butterfly on and off the field. <laughs> um, I made plenty of changes. But um, so I, I had I was having a moment on that. And I started crying, thinking about how great my life was now. Well, like, that's the thing, right? And and if anything had been different in the past, you, I, exactly. you wouldn't be where you are now. Yeah. And could you imagine living without your girls? No. Not for no. not for a moment, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes the twins are a little bit over the well, top. Well, sure, you but... might want to strangle them, but you still want <laughs> to know that they were born and you got uh, to see them for a couple of years. I was complaining to my buddy today. I was like, he was like, hey, you, can we get the, you want to get together for, you know, grab a beer or something? And I said, I've been, I was at a work function. We're going to get to that, you know, for like a boondoggle incentive trip oh, for work right? for four or five days. Yeah. Trying to dig out of that. And the kids are going crazy. 
Christine had like some, you know, minor little surgery. And I said, the kids aren't helping. He just sends back, <laughs> he sends back a text that says, sell them. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, even willing to broker the deal for oh, you, man. man. Wow. <laughs> sell them. Yeah. And I, and I didn't for one second think, that's ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Another movie I watched because it was a transcontinental oh, flight. Oh, yeah. And you got to come back. By the way, did you, did you, they, they had like a, a huge reunion for the transcontinental railroad the other day. They did, did you see that story? No. Do People you know, would be alive? Yeah. Do you know how much the transcontinental railroad cut down the time it would take you to get across the country? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. Well, before that, it had Six to be- Six months? No. No. To two weeks. No. Yes. It's a huge difference. Six months. Six months without railroad. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it kind of amazing that anyone made it this far west? Yeah. Remember the remember the game Oregon Trail back in the day? Did you ever play that game? Yes. You probably weren't a gamer when it was out. It was more my my age group. But anyway, so- I don't know where I go. Oh, a transcontinental flight. So, so yeah, what other was movie. The, yeah, what was the The Mule. Movie? Have you seen The Mule? The Mule, Clint absolutely. Eastwood? No, I've not seen it. Okay, so you've heard of it, though. Oh, Clint, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood, sure. So, remember how we talk about the- and he's, he, he's with an ogre? <laughs> no. 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 He's, a, he's, a dr- he's a 90-year-old drug mule he for is? the Sinaloa cartel. And it's a true story. It's Give based on a true story. And yeah, so take it to the airport. So you haven't seen it, no, sir. Okay, so this guy named Leo Sharp, uh, his his uh, his code name was Tata by the Sinaloa, Sinaloa cartel. Mm-hmm. And there's another movie that I hadn't seen. Is it that, a true story? Yes, it's based on a true story. Oh my! They that I I read about it. They compounded it though. They made it the in the movie. They made it seem like this guy only did it for a very brief time, mm-hmm. and crushed it, and then he got caught. Okay. In in real life, he did it for like a decade. Oh, and, until he got caught. Oh my! But he became. An urban legend by listen to this. This part is one hundred percent true, and this is the basically the part that became the movie. Mm-hmm. He delivered over one thousand kilos in his truck in the in the court in a span of five months. Oh, okay. So, and just to give you an idea, oh just to give you an idea, I also looked up the the prices for a kilo of cocaine, which, okay. as you can imagine, it varies drastically well, throughout the country. Take a guess what the most expensive state is, by the way. Alaska. So no, yeah, really? the, yeah, the range is anywhere from like thirteen thousand to as high as forty five thousand dollars per key. So at 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 let's call it twenty five thousand. Sure. He moved twenty five million dollars oh, worth of co- cocaine in five months. God. Street street value. Five months. And he was he was eighty seven years oh, old. Geez. So you can actually find a video of him of the, the real the, guy of the, the real him when he actually finally got caught. Wow. And they said when he because he had never gotten pulled over, never had a record, nothing, and he drove really slow. And these you know Mexican gangsters would were, were, were give him a hard time at first. And I, they it, in the movie, it says he was a little down on his luck. So here's the part that I was crying in this movie. Okay. So before he became a, a drug mule, he was a flower salesman. Like he, he sold flowers. <laughs> and he was, he was always gone. Uh-huh. And he was never with the family. Okay. And he's got these daughters, this daughter oh, that hates no. him. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. No. So I'm on a flight to New York to go try and do the biggest presentation of my career. No. And I'm now I'm watching this afterwards. And now I'm right. thinking, 
God, I'm, I'm never home. <laughs> right. Even right. though that's not true. Yeah. But I was having moments on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's funny. I I started getting choked up at a, watching a movie recently. What was it? But yeah, any movie where a, a, a father is going to be separated, especially from his daughter. Oh, kills me and i don't know if it was avengers <laughs> i'm starting to get choked up yeah but yeah it was it was bad yeah so oh, that happened so too but it was also it kept my my uh it kept my uh attention ex- extremely well Interesting. because it's a crazy it's a crazy ass story yeah so anyway the video though of the real life video mm-hmm. of the guy mm-hmm. finally getting caught they said that his he was so nervous when they asked him to search the car that you, that he could actually you could actually see the uh, the vein in his neck uh, pulsating seriously. And then when they finally said, "Well, sir, unfortunately," because he said, "I don't have the keys to my you know my he had a tailgate bed down, oh, gotcha. so you don't have the keys." My sister has them. Like, well, I'm sorry, sir. You know, we have to check the car because they did have a, some tips that oh yeah they knew kind of what be. kind of car he was. They knew it was an older guy. Blah blah blah. They had an idea that there was potentially him. Yeah, and he kept trying to say things like, "I'm old. How come?" You bother me. I'm right, old. I'm old. And then, as and then once, as right as they were going to break open the back of the truck, he goes, "You might as well just kill me now." Seriously, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like this is it. I now I know. Look, I'm 90. I'm not going to jail. Yeah, but the movie was pretty well, or was was done very, yeah. very well. So. That's one now. So then I land in New York. Okay, I I get there because I hate. I have such a big presentation, but I so I don't want to get there like normally. I get there late, can't fall asleep till three a.m. Got to wake up super early, and you're the guy that looks like shit even if you don't go out, right? Right. So I got there early. So what do I do? I jog. It's the day before Brooklyn's birthday, so I I jog from Midtown Manhattan five point five miles through Manhattan. At three o'clock in the afternoon with my headphones on. Are you serious? I don't walk, Dan. I jog. Wait, are you on the sidewalk? Yeah, like, of course, on the sidewalk. Shoulder to shoulder pedestrians everywhere. Moving around people. My legs were so sore the following day. Listening to some fantastic music, thinking I was a ninja. Because many people... You're running behind many people. They don't know you're coming, right? And then many, almost everybody coming at you is on their phones, or yeah. they don't even see you. And I didn't run into one person. Holy cow! And if you've, if you've, and if you're doing it in airports, by the way, you can do it in airports. You know, people are in a rush. Yeah, you got to pick the angles. You know, like in football, yeah, you got to tackle. You got to pick the right, right angle. And if you can walk quickly through an airport and see. The people in front of you, the way that they're moving, mm-hmm. and only have to adjust your body a little bit, mm-hmm. and not run into anybody, and never literally have to stop and be like, you know, when you have uh, to like, oh right. yeah, and you can you can see people that are not paying attention, right? And that person's not paying attention, and ten feet from now, that person's still not going to be paying attention. Gonna, right. So if I keep going in this particular angle and I don't adjust a little bit, I felt like I was an air traffic controller. I bet. And I and I was thinking I was the sweetest dude on the planet. So if I had to do a quick move, right. I could jump a little to, bit. To give him a little. Head. I almost slipped a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, nice. Almost bumped into a couple people. Um, <laughs> Five and a half miles. Yeah. So so it was the, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. Basically. I bet. So it, it just, so where did you were you like Times Square to the bridge? No, Midtown. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit past Times Square. Holy crow. Yeah, to the bridge, to the middle of the bridge. So then I had a great idea. I felt bad I was going to be there the following morning for Brooklyn's birthday when she woke up because we talked about Brooklyn's bridge. Oh, sure. So I run to the middle of the Brooklyn's bridge, Brooklyn Bridge, and I do a video saying, hey, Brooklyn, you know, it's like, I wanted to wish you happy <laughs> birthday. I'm like, guess where I'm at? I'm at the Brooklyn Bridge. 
It's wow. starting to get cold. And right in the middle of it, my great good buddy Rusty Williams calls me, who doesn't call me that often. Remember him? We did a traveling oh, yeah. show with him, my yeah. defensive lineman buddy from San Diego. He calls me. I'm like, what the hell is he calling me? Like, where did he, is he, and then he sends me a text. Are you in New York? I'm like, oh, wow. He saw me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get away with this. He's like, no, I'm here for a work incentive trip. And we'll get to that. So the best salespeople in his organization, all from San Diego, decided to go to New York for the four days that I ended up going there. Seriously. And these guys are all studs and uh, guys and gals are all awesome. Had a great little hour with them because like the last thing I need to do is hang out with these guys <laughs> till five in the morning. Uh-huh. I'll be worthless tomorrow. Uh-huh. So he understood, but I just thought that was somewhat That's ironic. Wild. Um, Right as I was doing that, and Brooklyn loved uh, the video too, which I, I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> but back back to my point, more really quickly. If you can do that again, you're in running through New York. Try it; it's unbelievable. That's great. Okay, so flying back. Have you seen the movie Free Solo about no. the solo climber? No. All right. If anyone hasn't watched Free Solo, then you got to watch it. Okay, I think it's on net. It's on Netflix. This dude climbs El Capitan. In one of the largest, most famous rock climbing walls. It's in Yosemite. It's 3,000 feet high. Jeez. He climbed from the bottom of it to the top of it without stopping, without any ropes. He just climbed it. Just climbed. Just like, you know what I'm going to do? And he did it. And it took him almost just under four hours to do it. Wow. And and you, and you realize, and, and you, so if you're connecting where, where I've been going on all this, I don't care how good of an athlete I ever was or how good some of these athletes you think are, but that's like, and I think they say something about something similar to this comment, but I, I'm not, so I'm not giving it as my own, but that's like doing an Olympic gold medal performance. For four hours straight, <laughs> right, right, because right. In, in his be- the co- best comment that I actually wrote down, and I'll read for you now. He says, "Because he's freaking crazy, right? Clearly. They do a whole they do a whole uh, uh, MRI of his brain, and the no, part do they really? Oh yeah, because they want to know, they want to understand the part with common sense has been removed. ever since he was a kid. He's <laughs> like just go start climbing shit without ropes." Jeez! You know, and who cares the fact that people have died multiple times? Right. So he's he's he uh, the part of your brain that gets scared. It, it his doesn't. He just doesn't. He have doesn't it. have it. Right. It, it just doesn't ignite. Because if you think about it, like if you climb straight up for four hours, how high that is? Three thousand feet. Every right, like every minute, you're that much closer to death. Closer to death. And and his point was, it does feel good to be perfect. <laughs> This guy's a wackadoo. Because if you're not, you die. I'm going to watch this tonight. Honestly. I'm not joking. I, I was watching it, and the guy sitting next to me, uh, he was watching some of it, but he had already seen it. Okay. And he's watching me, and I am I am and going over like, the top, can't believe what I'm watching. Right. And and then, but here's a point that we got to talk about men and women, though. So he's never fallen from a high level before until he meets the love of his life. And all of a sudden, he has two major falls. <gasps> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. One was her fault, full on. I think they both were her fault. 
Well, because she's a little bit of a climber too. Because she's down on the ground going, "Are you sure you want to grab that one?" Exactly. Right. He's only been climbing for, yeah, for his thirty-five whole life. years or whatever. But, yeah. But still, the dynamic though, even that dynamic was making me cry because she was talking about how she's in love with him, and I genuinely do believe it. But at the same time, she there was a little like there was a little something that didn't work right for oh, me. Yeah? And he, it was definitely seems like a difficult person to be in a relationship. Yeah, I would imagine. I would just say yeah. that. So that was a little bit sad because you could. She's literally crying, and he and, and she now knows that it's like he's got to pick the timing right. He practices a lot, right? He didn't just like wake I up. Bet, yeah. yeah. He's climbed it th- th- hundreds of times, but he's never and he's climbed parts of it without rope a couple different times. He's never oh, gone from gotcha. the bottom to the top. Gotcha. And no one has, by the way, <laughs> ever. Well, yeah, because who would exactly? Oh my god. So then, like a sicko, I start YouTubing. Free, free solo climbing falls. Seriously? And I watched every, I falls? found every, oh yeah, I watched every oh single one there is God, out there. dude. You'd be surprised there's a lot of them. I bet. So I thought that that was honestly, that's one of the greatest, that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen, though, not in that's real life. That's great. I gotta see that. I thought Free Solo was a Star Wars movie. Of course. So I gotta check that out. Yeah. So he, he also has a buddy, and, and there's another one that's like the the 2018 was like the year of, of rock climbing, apparently. So his buddy, this guy, so that guy's name is Alex Honnold, by the way. Okay. Um, and then- uh, his buddy Tommy Caldwell was another guy who actually climbed the heart. There's a number of routes up El Capitan. Okay. So he apparently, they did another uh, documentary, so you'll see it's called uh, The Dawn Wall. This one, though, is equally sort of weird, yeah. but not as, in my opinion, I, if you're not going to die, you don't get as much credit. Okay? <laughs> okay? So they had ropes on the whole time. Oh, they did, yeah. But they, they climbed the most difficult route mm-hmm. that that has apparently been called unclimbable. Oh, gotcha. But there's fucking ropes on you. Right. But this is Tommy Caldwell. Tommy Caldwell, like another guy, name. Kevin Jorgensen, right? Guess how long? It took him 19 days. Guess where they slept? On the side of the mountain, hanging in these little canopy things, which is kind of weird. Well, it's again- 19 it's, days? Yeah. Ni- it's impressive, right? That's impressive. I can't do anything for 19 days. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. That one was intense too. And I watched that one first though. Wow. And I thought, I thought that was intense until I saw saw Free Solo. solo. So I highly recommend it. Okay. Let's move on because I feel like it's getting along. But you know, we had some, we had some gaps in there. Yeah, it's it's we've been talking for a while. We're almost we're gonna get we're gonna wrap this shit up. Um, but I, I before I do that, I took all three girls to the NCAA men's volleyball championships in Long Beach. Oh yeah, at the pyramid. You ever oh, been to right? the pyramid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have? Yeah. For what? <laughs> a robotics tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Was that cool? It actually was cool. It was high school, like, serious-ass No, that, is, that stuff is serious. Oh, it's yeah, more dude, serious now. NASA sponsors teams yeah. and JP, you know what I mean? Like, it's- Do you oh, know yeah. that do you, do you get college, you can be a college uh, athletic letterman on, on video game teams now? I bet. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Wow. 100%. So, uh, Long Beach State- So, it was at the Pyramid, though. It was at the Pyramid and had third-row seats- Shout out to my man wow. Tyler for giving it to us. I brought the girls, and we were on the right side of the the correct side of the court. Mm-hmm. We were on ESPN two every serve. Oh, jeez, seriously, four games, seriously. Well, and I I left early, and I made it home for the end, mm-hmm. and you could see our empty seats. 
the only empty seats. And I, I had Christine ask Christine to record it. You could see the twins were they were they were not happy to be there. They were happy to be there, then they weren't happy to be there. The twins fell asleep next to me, then Brooklyn sat on my lap, and you can see two little kids sleeping <laughs> on ESPN two. Every single play. Every single play, live TV. It was pretty cool. So do you have a shirt that has in big letters, somethingsbrewing.com? Of course. Okay, good. Not .com, just somethingsbrewing. Just somethingsbrewing? That's awesome. Yeah, you can't see it. But a shout out to the Big West, because Long Beach State played Hawaii for the national championship. Two Big West teams. Yeah? Yeah, which is not a power conference, which I thought was kind of cool. And I also want to give a shout out to my man, Matty O, because he's one of the greatest indoor college volleyball players that I've ever known and he was a setter and he's one of my good good friends um, and watching watching uh, indoor volleyball mm. especially men's because it's a little bit faster than women's mm-hmm. it is an intense yeah indoor I, sport I and I, I was in the I was at the Olympics in Beijing and I remember thinking it was awesome back then but that was years ago yeah they're even bigger and more athletic oh, now I bet. even Jeez. in college they're is they're bigger than the, uh, the Olympic guys were 12 years ago. Yeah. And I remember thinking my buddy was a center, setter, one of the greatest uh, college, literally college setters of all time. Like people know, definitely know him. And the setter is just like the quarterback. And it was really cool to watch and be that close in that intensive an environment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I felt closer to him. I thought it was cool. So then last on the, on the traveling and incentives before, or tra- traveling and experiences before we get into the <laughs> end of the show. So did a work trip, you know, work incentive trip for the mm-hmm. top salespeople in an organization mm. to Scottsdale for, you know, four or five days, you know, every night something going on, very little to do during the day and blah, blah, blah. So I had this great idea on, on the first night they do a, like a regional dinner. It's quite a few people all for the California people only. And it's like, you know what? I, I got a lot of great content lately with these songs. <laughs> right, I'm going to sure. do another song. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So try and hook up an audio. Sure. Like you've heard some of my songs. Absolutely. Right? So I usually typically do a video at the last thing of these work functions. But mm-hmm. I say, you know what? I'm going to do one at the beginning too. I got enough content. Right. So try is this a big room and everything? Like yeah, what is, what's the 100 people. Oh, yeah. This okay. a big room. But I couldn't get the audio to work. And oh. so the audio was not connecting. So it was going to be really, because I had this song really well written to a, an acoustic version of a One Direction song. Okay. 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 And my wife, and this is what I was talking about my wife earlier. My wife said, don't do it. Like if, it, if the acoustics are not perfect, you're going to look like an idiot. And I was like, and I was already, and she was, she's, I didn't want to believe her. I didn't want to agree with her. <laughs> oh, no. Because in my mind, it's like, no, I'm already doing this. Right. I don't care. Right. I want people to hear. The switch in my head I want people flipped. to I'm hear how clever my lyrics are. Right. And I don't want them just to, just to look at me as some big, dumb insurance salesman <laughs> that used to play football. Okay? <laughs> so I get up there, Uh-oh. and I don't fail miserably, but it definitely did not go over very well. And, I, and the next day, I remember waking up, and I said to my wife, I will never not take your advice again. <laughs> and she's going to remember that you said right. that. Right. Yeah. So, but later on that day, my homie came through with a game of Tanga Ray. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little snoop. <laughs> um, later on that day, Archie Manning was the guest speaker. Oh. And he apparently thinks, and I can't argue with him, he says, we got a real problem with leadership in this country. 
So oh, he really said that. Yeah, yeah, he did. But he he wasn't like bagging on Trump uh, necessarily. It was more of a general, more of a general mm. sort of comment and old, basically an old school guy talking about mm. how everybody's a bunch of pussies now. Right. <laughs> um, but I, so I redeemed myself though with the ACDC video. Remember that. Remember how I, I oh, gave a little preview? Oh, the highway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to put that up, and I'm going to put it on YouTube uh, for everybody. So with that, let's head over to head over to Brooklyn's Bridge. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're, I recently just was, where we cross over to the last part of the show. We hope you stick around, because then you're going to know. Uh, all right. So in honor of Michael Jordan and some of the other great things we've talked about this episode, we want to do the SB23s. Four simple things that you got to do to be great. Okay, we're going to keep them very simple. Four. Four. That's simple it. Things. Simple things to Four. do that you got to you got to do to be great. But first, before we do that, you got to close your eyes. Take a deep breath like we've done in weeks past. Okay. One more time. Deep okay. breath. And remember something that you witnessed that mm-hmm. was you thought was absolutely the greatest thing you ever saw in real life. Mm. Okay. Okay. Do you have one? No. Yeah, maybe. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? I better go first because it's going to be disappointing. Go. So, Playboy for the first time. You know it, brother. <laughs> no. Oh, that is well. No. <laughs> no, just uh, we were at this Prince concert. Uh-huh. My wife and I, big Prince fans, late uh-huh. great Prince Rogers uh, Nelson. Uh huh. And he's uh, doing his thing. He's doing a great show, and he brings out Maceo Parker, who was the uh, saxophone. Wow, I'm blanking on trumpet, saxophone. Okay, he was a, he was a wind instrument musician for years with James Brown, like legendary Maceo Parker. And there's just something about seeing those two guys together that was, was great, just a little. And, and I should have prefaced this by saying you can't you can't say you haven't seen your kids born. That's not the great. Yeah, you can't, that doesn't count. Yeah, we discussed that. That's because that's like surreal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That doesn't even count. So you want mine is have you ever seen this this um, this device that you hook up to a I think they're called the like the real name is called air surfing like an air surfer you hook up what appears to be a little almost like a big skateboard mm-hmm. to the back of a jet ski and the jet ski hits the gas and you shoot up into the sky Okay, you haven't seen that? Oh. Have you? Yes. Okay, well, I think I, I have seen that. I have yeah, yeah, never yeah. seen one. And yeah. I was at my really good buddy Tori's bachelor party in Lake of the Ozarks. Okay, and we're you know it's a it's a big you know it's a big weekend either Memorial Day or Labor Day, and out of nowhere I I feel I feel like this little rustle of water, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden because I don't see the guy until he finally shoots up out of the water <laughs> like Aquaman. Okay? Yeah. okay, and I've never seen one before, never heard of one before, and then he does a dive again. Down underwater for a little while, shoots back up again, twenty feet in the air, and like spins around like Iron Man. Seriously. And at that moment in real life, that was the coolest thing I ever saw, and it's still to this day. At that moment, was the coolest thing I ever saw. So I didn't know you Greatest could. Thing you I could. Ever saw. You would shoot out of the water and then could go un- back under oh, the yeah. water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy. Curly. There's a great video. Uh, you can buy them now. They're mass produced now. They're not yeah. cheap, and you can do it in San Diego. I highly recommend it. It was wow. it, it, doing it in person. Then I did it probably ten years later. Yeah, that was the coolest thing I ever did myself. I bet it felt like you're flying. I can't yeah. believe you're yawning. I'm sorry. Okay. It's late. It's, All right, it's so, quarter of 11. Uh, back to we've been talking for 13 hours. Jesus Christ! No, I know. It takes prep. You know what? You, you know what? The best thing about doing a podcast. 
You get out of it what you put in. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Brooklyn's Bridge. Exactly. So remember, four simple things you got to do to be great. Okay. Okay. We're keeping it simple. Yes. But I do want everyone to remember that being rich means you have money, but being wealthy means you have time. Mm. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you know, you, I was thinking, like, are we going to keep up this thing about where we take a deep breath type of thing? I feel like we've done it quite a weeks in a row. It seems to be working for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> My mindfulness practice. Yeah, well, it's all about playing the game rapid fire. So, you know, it's, it's a sales technique when you're in. Oh, is that right? Yeah, when you're in an environment, you don't, like, you don't have anything to talk about. You just remember some of these, these, these questions. Mm-hmm. Because okay. you got to have your answers you ready, have, yeah. and it stimulates people's thoughts, right? And it gets out of the the monoton the monotony of business. Yes, you follow me? Yeah. So that's the that's the method to the madness there. So back to we're almost done, everybody. The four simple things you got to do to be great. Number one, get up early. Yeah, I know. It's, See, that's why I'm not great because <laughs> I don't want to get up early. And it's not it's it's like get up and it's not so much get up early. Mm-hmm. It's get up earlier than you need to. So you're you're kind of Carving extra yeah. time out of the day. The smartest, like it's, it's free time. Right. The smartest, Not free time, but the free The smartest people time. in the history of the world slept very little. It's, that is true. Okay. Just remember that. Number two, know your weaknesses, but focus on your strengths. We've talked about Strength Finder before. I think mm-hmm. that goes without saying. Okay. Number three, listen more than you talk. So we know that I'm going to have a hard time being great. Right, and, but, and and that is what I'm doing over here, by the way. I, I understand. I am listening. I know. Because I'm trying to be great in four steps. But that, I, I never said I'm going to be great. I said I'm going to work on being great. Right. Okay? Right. It's a uh, journey. So number four, which I'm pretty sure you knew was going to be this, keep a positive attitude at all times. Yeah. Period. All right. So in closing, I promise we will not go this long again. I, I really do. because, <laughs> But in, in two ways. I promise we won't put out another one this far from now, and we won't right. talk this long. Right. But, but it's been a couple of weeks, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. So I listen, hope, they can pause whenever they want and go take a pee break, yeah. get yeah. a sandwich, whatever they want. Pause to and reflect, um, because pause. when you come back, there will be a pause that refreshes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon, a just a flat out great fucking weekend, huh? Yeah. Excuse my language. Oh, and uh, happy Mother's Day uh, to you, uh, you sexy to my wife, uh, my wife, uh, my mom, uh, my mother-in-law, and all the mothers out there that are truly great. Because if you're not, then I have no desire to wish you a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> So in the spirit of the episode of greatness, happy Mother's Day to the mothers that are great, to the ones that are not. Have a shitty weekend. Anyway, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Beat down the middle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.